This is the podcast, Let the Prophets Speak, Isaiah 5c. In today's podcast, we will complete the fifth chapter of Yeshayahu, Isaiah. One of the characteristics of a corrupt society is the tendency of the powerful oppressors to present themselves as if they are actually on the good side, so to speak. They will go to great lengths to convince the people that they are actually on the side of true justice. And this is truly the height of arrogance and conceit. When laws are passed that are couched in the terms of justice and fairness, but they are actually surreptitiously designed to further empower the powerful and disenfranchise the poor. The verse begins, Hoi ha'omrim loratov vilatov ra, somim choshech laor vaor lachoshech, somim marlimatok umatok lamar. Woe is to those who call evil good and good evil, who present darkness as light and light as darkness. They make what's bitter into sweet, and they make what's really sweet into bitter. Woe those who are so smart in their own opinion, and so clever in their own judgment. Such people think they are outsmarting God himself. In their own eyes they are even greater than God. Why? Because they are getting to define for themselves what is right and what is wrong. They are defining for their own society what morality is based on their own corrupt and false ideas. Woe, those who are so strong that they drink wine and so powerful and mighty that they pour themselves drinks. How can we tell when someone is truly lying? Ishayahu is telling us. How do we know when someone tells us what is good and what is bad, light versus dark? This can be confusing. Often, someone that is called a gaslighter can be so convincing over time that an honest person can be so confused they themselves find it difficult to determine whether their language of justice and righteousness is true or false. Is it real? Is it not real? Ishayo tells us in this verse the secret, the true test that will always work. Look at the result of their policies and actions. If they truly are so strong, is the result of their lie benefiting their own pleasure? Is the result of their great power that it, they use it to enjoy the pleasures of wine and liquor? If that is the case, then it is all a lie. And the converse, of course, is true as well. That someone who is truly strong and someone who is truly powerful in the eyes of God is when those policies lead to justice that help the needy and support those who are less fortunate. Then you know that their words are true. This is Yeshayo telling us the secret, how to tell what is or and what is Choshech. He continues, Matzdike Resha Ikev Shochad V'tzidkat Tzadikim Yosirumimenu This is the true test of a justice system when bribes, whether they are overt or hidden, are used to allow the wicked to be vindicated and the righteous to be condemned. When the system is designed such that those who can afford to pay the cost of the high-priced attorneys can win, while those that cannot pay the high cost end up in jail, such a system is doomed. That's what this verse means. Those that make righteous the wicked by bribing the judges, by paying them off, by making the cost of justice so high. And, and they 
They don't allow the righteous to be vindicated in court as they should be. In this society, just as a small flash of flame can consume a large pile of hay, and an entire pile will then shrivel into nothing, so shall the roots of this corrupt society melt into muck, and their flowers and buds turn to dust, because they have spurned the teachings of God and the words of the Holy One of Israel they have rejected. Note again how it is corruption that Isaiah considers to embody the Torah of God, not temple service or ritualistic prayer. It is due to this corruption that God became angry with his nation, and this is why he stretched out his hand against them. This is why he made the mountains tremble, and why their bodies laid like garbage in the streets. Yet since the people did not get the message, his anger has still not been quenched. How does God make the punishment happen? Once again we see, as we saw in previous places, not by doing it himself, but by allowing evil human beings to do what they do best on their own. He raises a sign to the nations that see that now the Jewish people no longer have his protection, and then from the ends of the earth they come on their own to destroy and plunder. The nations are so happy to have this opportunity, they gladly come and destroy with vigor and excitement, no sleep or slumber, with their military belts on tight and their boots strapped on well. Their hours are sharpened and their bows are drawn. Their horses' hooves are rapid like flint, their chariot wheels like the whirlwind. They're roaring like a lion, roaring like great beasts. They growl and seize their prey and carry it off and none can recover it. This final verse is most distressing, as the commentary has explained how this represents the epitome of despair. As people on a ship tossed in the worst of storms, when they look up, they see the darkness of the clouds, and then when they look down towards the earth, they again see the darkness and the swirling waters. Instead of the clouds of light which, with which God led them in their days of greatness, and which Ishayo told us would be there to protect us, in the future beautiful times, now only darkness and storms are in the clouds above them, all because of their self-indulgent lies and deceit, and their ignorance of the plight of the less fortunate. This concludes the first series of prophecies which Ishayahu Isaiah spoke during those fateful days of the siege of the Assyrians of Jerusalem, words that were both full of such hope and majesty that we heard, but also full of rebuke and unfortunately despair as Ishayahu foresaw both the ultimate redemption in the future and gave us courage and hope but also he foresaw the suffering of the people as he understood that greed and corruption would not disappear easily without much travail and suffering 
In the next chapter, we will move on to a different time in the history of Isaiah's prophecies, and we look forward to seeing you as we go on to study chapter 6.